0: Alrighty folks, this is just a quick content warning, now if you are the sort of person who needs content warnings I encourage you to switch off now, no judgement, just switch it off. Uh, I'll now of course give 10 seconds to take whatever device you are using and switch off now. So folks, without any further ado, uh, we're going to get you back onto the podcast. I do apologise, there's a lot of clicking in between there. At uh, one stage I was sort of uh, buggerising around for a few things I had to do. It's, uh, blame my ADHD, I can't bloody help myself. But, uh, otherwise I guarantee you this is one hell of a funny fucking story and, uh, we'll be getting him on for another one. So, folks, stay tuned. Alrighty, folks, you are listening to Talking Shit with Fraser You Bastard, the show about who the fuck knows but anything goes. Now, folks, we're talking to a bloke by the name of... He actually hit me up on uh, Facebook a little while. This is a man I met at a festival in Australia called Burning Seed. Now, uh, obviously, if anyone who's been to a festival will know that there is a large drug culture there. And uh, he hit me up to tell me a few stories, and he did uh, say to me, my topic is just going to be drug stories, essentially, if that's cool. And I was like, well, fuck, man, anything goes. So here he is. How are you? Yeah, pretty good yourself. Yeah, not too fucking bad, mate. Feeling chirpy, feeling good. So, uh... What sort of delights do you have for us today, mate?
1: Well, they might be a little bit too delightful, so I might get you to uh, (laughs) bleep those those names. And why don't you just call me um, Dr Cockroach or Doc Cock for short?
0: Yeah, I will right, we'll call you Doc Cock and uh, I'll uh, bleep the first name out. I'll have to uh, switch a little, uh, little Doc Cock in there. All right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, we, so we met, um, met at Burning Seed. Um, you had this little renegade stall, same as I. Like, you were pumping out a heap of beers to people. I was swinging snags. um Me and my mates handed out about 200 sausages over those few days, which um, really gave us a bit of purpose in between, uh, you know, taking all those chemicals. um,
0: Oh, and uh, just a little reference there for those listening outside of Australia. Um, Inside Australia, we've got this... Uh, what we call it a sort of hardware store called Bunnings they sell sausages out the front there Doc Cock actually pulled out a Bunnings sausage store and actually set up a whole Bunnings sausage stall in the middle of a festival so all these Australians who usually go there on a Saturday just to get a sausage absolutely lost their fucking minds
1: I had some pretty happy people and um, you know the culture around some of these bush stuffs is you, you you don't take payment so it's just all gift giving so you know people would come up and if they didn't have anything, I'd say, Oh tell me a joke or a poem or you know, just give me a little bead or something. But most people were pretty hungover and didn't have two words to put together. So yeah. we just started we just started giving them out. So it's a bit of fun.
0: Yeah. So um
1: so at at this uh at this particular do we had this crazy strong two C B. Um it was like um and two C B for anyone that doesn't know is kind of like a it's a powdered uh hallucinogenic um that you, you know, take up your nose and um that does some pretty fun things to you. Um, so we were walking around. It was like we had spaghetti legs. Like it took us ages really to move anywhere. So we'd take a heap of that, wander around, eventually collapse into like a little cuddle puddle. And then when it was time to move, we get on the coke and, um, you know, get the energy up we needed to get to the next spot. And then, you know, the cycle repeated. So it was, it was pretty good, pretty good that one. Um, so we had, um, so my friend um, actually did a workshop there. I'm just remembering on how to be a cat. Um, I remember looking over, seeing uh, being dragged along in a trailer, meowing at people. It was pretty, um, you get some pretty interesting characters there. Did you Did you do any uh, workshops or anything, praise?
0: Oh, look, I did as many workshops as I intended to from the first day I walked in there, which was uh, pretty much fuck all. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's, I'm I'm really glad to have them. I just particularly wasn't, you know, I didn't really want to be a cat or um, learn about bondage uh, or anything like that. So, you know, oh, I thought I'm, you were into opening your mind, <laughs> mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mind, not my asshole. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, um, so speaking of uh, that two CD, um, that's how I started talking to you the other day about this time that I was at a bush over New Year's Eve um, with these Palestinian friends I met. Um, I won't mention the duff name or theirs. So let's call them um, Tim and Tom. Um, yeah. I, ironically, because their names have more letters in our alphabet, so I'll keep it concise purely for the for humorous reasons. So, um, so me and my other mates, uh, we'll call them Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Um, we got. <laughs> <laughs> we got we we got to this stuff over the years and we started setting up camp, making it really homey, and uh these Palestinian fellas were camping nearby. Uh two completely different people, like completely opposite. Tim was younger, you know, kitted out in funky funky colours, liked his, you know, hallucinogenics and side and whatnot. Tom was like pushing 40 or 50s, hairy all over except his head, short stubbies and a white bluey or a white white uh, a white singlet. Um, there we go. <laughs> so yeah, Tim, um, so the way I'm going to remember this, Tom has an O in it and O is for old. Okay. So Tom's the older one, Tim's the younger one. There you go. Back, okay. So
0: that makes um,
1: it easier for me too. Cheers. Yeah, no, a bit of a mnemonic device. Uh, there we go. So, yeah, Tom was a bit standoffish. He was uh, fresh off the boat doing an exchange. He was a bit of a later in life educational degree. Um, and Tim had decided to bring him to a doof. So my mates, chewy we do in Louie, um, they're pretty bogan. I wouldn't say they're cultured at all. I would never say that. <laughs> they, they won't give it They won't give it much to Tim and Tom. Um, so I, I did what I do best, really, and, and became their friends. So so my mates were hanging a bit of shit on, on Tom, really, and not really accepting him into the group. So they were equally standoffish. So I decided my task for that doof was to make him my best friend. So I started including him in everything, you know, explaining jokes and just making him feel at home. Um, they were trying to get him to do drugs, but he wasn't really having any of it. He'd never done drugs in his life, um, you know, drank quite seldomly. So we're at this door drinking and dancing and Tom comes right out of his shell, you know, like by the second day we'd given him some costumes. Cause I think it was like a dress up theme, and he's out there with us, getting down, dancing like a maniac, really enjoying it. You know, everyone's, everyone's all coming together. Um, and then, um, Oh, wait, 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 before we get to that second day, let me go on a little small tangent. <laughs> 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 Sorry. I should have thought this through a little bit better. The That's first real. night, right. Um, uh, oh god we stayed up till dawn yeah um and it was just huey dewey and myself i think louie louie was lost and um we found this like cornucopia thing like made out of sticks it was some hippie art shit i don't know like you could (laughs) you could sit in it and it was built over like this wombat hole thing or something like that and um the sun was coming out about 6 or 7 a.m mountain time like later than sea level time because of the mountains or whatnot like you know like when you wake up in a dolphin the sun doesn't come out till a bit later so um so we're nestled in there and my mate was pretty whacked and he was just being a cunt so he was not really respectful of others um you know just the way that he is um so we're sitting there and this bunch of hippies come and sit like you know five six meters in front of us and they're in a circle doing some fucking ceremony and uh, and Huey's just like yelling shit at them and like one of them breaks away from the group, he's like, "Ah, oh, guys, you know, we're trying to do a ceremony here. Do you mind chilling out?" And Huey, just you know, being the cunt that he is, he starts going on at him. And then the guys like, "Oh, you know, we're having a ceremony, smoking DMT. We're really happy to share it with you." And We all look at each other like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, let's let's do that." So when this uh, it got started, the guy beckons us down, but Huey, being the jerk he was, he's like to the boy, "No, no, you got to bring it to us." And I'm just like, palm in my head, like, "Fuck this guy!" Like. You know, I can't, it's, it's pretty disrespectful to be at a do at a DMT ceremony and be acting like that. But, but anyway, so he comes up and we take down, you know, reality starts bending and this cornucopia, it had like vines and flowers and shit hanging down from it. Like not naturally, it's, it was like an art piece. So they're all dancing in front of me, The not the hippies, the, the vines. Like if, when you take DMT, shit just moves every direction you don't expect it to. Um, do you want to explain what DMT is, phrase? Oh, well, you told me to explain it. I don't fucking know. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. I thought I'd get a. i would get thought I'd get a sip of scotch in. Um, oh, no, all right. <laughs> yeah, no. So, so DMT is like this chemical we all got in our brains, and it's like, um, uh, like this really powerful hallucinogenic. Like it, it's what gets released in your brain before you die. Um, so like, it's like being awake in a dream, and it's it's just all kinds of fucked up. So it was good fun. So, like, all these all these vines are dancing in front of me, and I'm trying to hold my thoughts in my head like water in my hands, you know. So, Huey, Dewey, and I, we get down on this Changa joint, which is just another name for, like, DMT, and we're pretty mellow. The ceremony dude is still with us, smiling and laughing because it shut the fuck up out of Huey, so he was happy. <laughs> then the next minute, this sound from behind us, like, underneath us, goes, like, hmm, Dimitri, good excuse to leave home I see. And like, Dimitri's another name for for changa as uh, for DMT as well. Um, and I shit you not, like this fucking guy must have been a heaps tripped out bloke. Like crawls out of this wombat hole thing. Like we've been there for twenty minutes, not a fucking peep. And he like smelled the chang and um, like crawled up and and startled the absolute shit out of us. Like we're all, we're tripping as well, so we don't know if this is really <laughs> happening or not. You know? <laughs> So, like, Huey, like, loses his shit, starts calling him a goblin, tried to wrestle him. Like, this bloke, I think, I can't remember if he got the Chang join or not. I can't really remember. It was all fucked up. Um, and then, so, he runs out of the cornucopia thing, and Huey's, like, chasing him, calling him Gobbo. Like, he, it was kind of like, like, hold, or hold the door. Like, he's like, fucking goblin. Then he just starts yelling Gobbo and freaking out and trying to chase him. And these poor hippies, like, have had their ceremony thoroughly ruined, like. Um, so Huey's running around making a scene eventually he comes back and he reckons he's seen that guy before it's all deja vu and by this stage I was you know coming back from my trip and I just wanted to get the fuck out of Dodge and, and whatnot so anyway he kept going on about Gobbo for the rest of the doof. and on one of the days I actually seen that bloke the, the Goblin dude but I distracted Huey I didn't want him to see him he would have caused a fucking scene but fuck it was good good fucking crack
0: yeah. Um... <laughs> oh my god just, just out of nowhere a bloke just fucking crawls up out of a wombat hole and just this up to the fucking <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the most fucking fiendish shit i've ever heard and like
1: you, you should have like this guy was not a normal looking dude <laughs> fucking hell yeah he was he had like um the DMT chemical symbol tattooed on his face as well. Like he was he must have been an absolute triple, like just completely yeah. fucked. And yeah. like he was you could just you know when you see someone really drug fuck and the way they even move and talk, like yeah. this dude was ninety percent drug, ten percent human. Yeah. But um that was that was my little uh, intermission, my little side quest. So yeah, back to back to Tim and Tom. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> where were we with Tim and Tom? Catch me up. <laughs> yeah. so,
1: so Tim and Tom um so they'd buggered off at some point during the first night and we'd stayed up till the crack of dawn and we'd gone back to camp then and um then had a bit of a snooze, got a few hours in and whatnot. So um um, yeah, so Huey, Dewey, Louie, Tim and Tom and I the next day, this is post-gobber, yeah, so decided to walk to the top of this mountain. So Tim and I had been smashing coke in the morning, like I'd got up and just got straight under the coke, you know. Um, <laughs> got to <gotta, laughs> have that coffee, you know. So, <laughs> so we decided to go barefoot, worst fucking idea. Um, we bought fuck all water between us but a few beers. So Tim and Tom had like some sage or some shit. So we decided to hike to the top of this mountain to light a fire and brew a sage tea. Like, I guess we were trying to be ceremonial ourselves. Um, but, but by the time we got there, like, our feet were fucked from rocks, nettles, ants, you know, and it was a big hike. Like, it was a proper hike. So we get there. It takes about 30 minutes to light this small fire. Mind you, New South Wales, uh, New Year's Eve, New South Wales, fucking in the mountains, total fire ban, dumb idea, you know. Shit. But we did it. Um and we we drank in a heap of water on the way because, you know, we ran out of beer. We had about 60 mil of sage tea by the time we fucking got this fire going and we were fanning it and it was all fucked. And anyway, we had the sage tea. We all had, had fucking held hands and passed it around and it was super cute, you know. It was uh, <laughs> just these like fucking three bogans. Two Palestinians and myself standing on the top of the mountain holding hands, <laughs> passing around sixty mil of sage tea. <laughs> but, but you know. And, um, it was a little...
0: That's that's living life, mate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it
1: was it was it was a sojourn. It you know, bonded us. It. it was a good yeah. banter up and down, it was stupid. You know, we're all thicker thieves by the end of it. Ah, of course. So we got back to... Oh, no, fucking, that's right. I stepped in the burning embers. I like were putting the embers out, and I stepped in the wrong spot. So besides the, the cut foot, the nettles and ants, fucking burning embers to the list. So we get back to camp, chuck an esky around full of ice, and we put our feet in it, pass it around. It's it's super gross. <laughs> um, by the time it was time for round two, that water was black. But yeah, it's no good. So we're back at camp, high spirits. <laughs> we back at camp and this dickhead in an outback ride, reverse, like a, this uh, station wagon car, um, reverses into our campsite and starts setting up shop. And we're scolding him like, you know, mate, there's no room. And he's like, no, 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 there's plenty of room. And, you know, we're yelling at him. And I see Tim and Tom and they're really quite tense. Um, now, I'm no good at accents. So I didn't know where this dude was from. But this bloke was from Israel, so poor Tom, thousands of kilometres away in remote Australia, in the bush, camping oh. at a side trance event. Tom was like it, delivered. It was just so su- surreal. Like, I, like it, it sounds horrible, but just the the realization in his face, like, what the fuck? Like,
0: yeah, it was horrifying.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was pretty horrifying. Anyway, it's a, probably a bit uh political for this uh, for this story, so we'll, we'll we'll keep uh keep it unbiased um so yeah we all settled down from that so it's a second night saturday night uh we're all dancing everyone's having fun tom and i are together on the dance floor hugging fucking watching the main stage and i say like mate you're, you're a good friend you're hectic you know i'm glad you're having fun blah 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 i love you dude so we would kidded him out into like reflective fucking shirt and he might have had some glow sticks i can't remember but he was yeah it wasn't like queer eye for the straight guy it was fucking like sigh eye for the Palestinian guy. I don't know. Say it again. like uh, sci like psy. Like, yeah, for the yeah. Palestinian guy,
0: <laughs> we can try and post it in there
1: somewhere. No, no, it's all good. Just leave, leave me hanging. All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's more fun that way. <laughs> it'll, it'll teach me to be more prepared for the future. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, top notch, top notch.
1: so if so so uh so yeah so um you know telling telling tom you know he's a top bloke and all that shit and um and he's saying the same shit like oh, i'm a sick kind of whatnot and just over the, he's over the top polite and pleasant and i like tom you know i know you've never done them before but i want you to do drugs with me and like he says for you uh, no 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 for you doc cock uh, <laughs> don't forget to bleep that yep, um, he says for you doc cock i will and i guess i didn't expect that as a result it wasn't like my plan to, I, I was just you know fucked on the dance floor and you know it's, sometimes it's unnerving when there's someone sober with you when you're like mm. you must just be making yourself look like a massive dickhead <laughs> anyway i didn't expect that result i didn't know why i was so keen but i was like yeah fuck yeah. So Um, I thought he'd say no. So I pat down my pockets. All I had on me was that (laughs) 2CB. So so I get out this little spoon. I load him up. I explain to him what to do. He loads up on this 2CB. Probably not a good thing for your first time. Like you know, people start off on weed and and whatnot, have a little bit and green out, and this dude fucking you know just hits this big bumper two CB. So, anyways, just after this happens, um, Huey comes over and he he makes electronic music, side or drum and bass or some shit. I don't know. I don't I don't go to these gigs for the music. I just go for the colours and the drugs. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> So Huey he comes over. He's like, "Oh, you mate, come back to the commie, the, the commodore. It's it's a car for, for you folks out there in the international lands." Um, so um, he's like, "I need I need uh, need to play you my new song." So the gang of us, we all head back. Huey's pumping this song, and I pull out this fucking huge Euro pill. It's this green Heineken, which you know is like normally like two or three times stronger than the the shitty pills you get here in Australia. And um, we start joking about me shelving the pill, um, which you'll get by context what that means.
0: (laughs) Uh, I'll give the context, yeah. Okay, so those of you who don't understand what shelving is, Shelving when people is when people will shove a pill up their asshole in order for their sort of uh, colon to absolutely suck the juices out of it and send it straight into the bloodstream. So uh, that, that's your explanation, short. shelving is stuffing drugs up your ass, just not for the purposes of smuggling. <laughs>
1: Mate, you could you could get a job at Urban Dictionary.
0: I reckon I could. <laughs> Hire me, you bastards. <laughs>
1: Maybe you can start putting some uh, uh, some ads into these uh, podcasts.
0: Well, actually, while I was away, mate, like uh, one of the blokes I was talking to, he suggested that I actually get one of those uh, ball shaver companies to sponsor me podcast. He reckons every podcast, he's been like the manscaper, that's the one. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's it. He reckons every
0: bloody podcast has been sponsored by them already, so I thought, fuck it, I'm going to hit these bastards up, so uh, (laughs) hopefully by the time this gets in, I'll actually be putting this as an ad for
1: a manscaper. Move over, big farmer. It's all about big ball sack these days. It is. You've got to have that shiny chrome going on, mate. It's it's what the people need. (laughs) What do we want? Shiny balls! (laughs) When do we want it? 15 minutes into this podcast.
0: (laughs) Oh. Oh, I think they just got one for free.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, well, the first one's always free, you know. We are <laughs> we are talking about drugs, so <laughs>
0: that's right. The first one's free. Now, call me, you bastards. <laughs> Give me a job. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I don't know if you just got two jobs: one with a bourbon Dictionary and another shaper. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that's pretty. That's pretty successful in you know the space of two minutes.
0: Oh, <laughs> Oh, oh dear they said i'd never make it <laughs> <laughs> look, at, look at me now Ma.
1: <laughs> so, so anyway here i am i got a pill i'm holding it <laughs> so we're in the car um uh, and so i'm in the in the passenger front seat and they're all joking like you know if i can do it do it so poor tom he's in the middle louie and dewey on either side um, and this song's body pumping and being as fucked as I was. I was like, yeah, fuck it. So I reclined the seat back, turned to face the back, dropped the Dax, and, you know, getting ready to chuck this pill in my ass. <laughs> and I look at Tom and he's in the middle. His eyes are closed. He's muttering under his breath. And I realised later <laughs> he was probably praying. <laughs> but, you know, I was in no mind to notice. So anyway, I do the deed. Fucking poor Tom. First time he's done drugs, he's this devout Muslim, he's in a car while this Aussie guy is shoving drugs <laughs> up his ass, while these other bogus in the car are cheering him on. Oh, well, yeah, if we could do it, do it. So I'm pretty sure he went to bed shortly after. So, me, me, on the other hand, I didn't sleep for days. <laughs> so, okay. got. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, I guess I was in, in at some point, but so uh, yeah, I, I got a little bit of sleep on the first Friday, but um on the Friday. But other than that, I didn't sleep at all. That fucking goof. So it's come. Come Sunday, we're packing up camp. I'm a fucking zombie. I'm fuck. I've lost my camera. So many good photos on it. And I stupidly told Tim and Tom that they could come back to mine in Melbourne before they drove to Sydney. And uh, so Tom was all good the next day. He probably wasn't as chirpy as Saturday night, but I think he'd learn his lesson. Um, so they messaged me while we're driving back back to Melbourne, and I'd promised him a fucking barbecue. So they drive a the few hours back, and have i got to go to the shops and put on a spread, um, you know and so tom was cool you know laughing carrying on as he normally would so after the barbecue i chuckled a movie it was uh year one that jack black one um he wasn't laughing through that <laughs> halfway through he asked me to turn it off i fully didn't realize it takes a piss out of the old testament a heap. um so <laughs> it's funny that like you know doing the drugs and chucking uh you know drugs in my ass wasn't as bad as um yeah, making fun of the old testament. So. <coughs> <Of course.
0: laughs>
1: I fully yes. did realise that was quite unintentional. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, fuck. Uh so anyways, that Monday, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I went to the doctors to get some sleeping tablets because I was absolutely cooked. Like I was just peeking for fucking, you know, most of that Sunday into the wee hours of the morning. So I still I still speak to Tim and Tom actually. Tom's back in Palestine. Um shit's been happening crazy over there. I message him when it was uh when it was all breaking out, a few oh shit, I'm COVID time's pretty crazy. I don't know if it was last month or six months ago. And they're like, shit's really bad over there. I never had, you know, much of an opinion of it until, you know, I met Tim and Tom. But um and I won't say my opinion here, but it's it's just for everyone there, whether you be Palestinian or, or Israeli, like shit's real over there. Like it doesn't matter which side of the fence you're on. I'm sure they're both going through some stuff right now. But anyway, no more, no more politics. So, yeah. <laughs> keep <laughs> that <laughs> filthy
0: politics out of my bullshit show. <laughs> <laughs> what do we want, David <laughs> <and laughs> Boss? <laughs> oh boy, just cracking those stomach oh, yeah, okay. I've
1: been, uh, I've been winding up my scotches. Listen to this beautiful sound. Oh, I
0: did hear that. That sounded <laughs> mighty fine.
1: We get some ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> to the ears so all right so yeah the main thing i love about drugs is, oh. uh, <laughs> can... back.
0: straight back to the drugs <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just it's just a dumb fucking shit you get up to like. <laughs> I, I like to think it's recreational for me like i'll go months or years without getting on it never during the week and just you know I just like you gotta appreciate the little things. so i was i was at my mate's box we're getting loaded on coke i'm off my tits i decided to jump their fence into their neighbor's yard because they were telling me the neighbors of squatters. So, you know, I just, I guess I wanted to have a look. So, <laughs> I, was fine, so I jumped over the fence. Ended up in their lounge room, just chilling and patting their dog on the couch. No one was there. And this bloke comes downstairs after five minutes and just blows up at me, like, oh, what the fuck are you doing, blah, blah, blah. He's like, whoa, whoa, mate, slow down, you know. Um, uh, your neighbor Alex asked me to, you know, come around and invite you to his Bucks party. And he looked taken back for a second, and he, like, almost like that was thoughtful. And then it kind of dawned, he's like, what, get the fuck out of me, blah, blah, blah. So he's like, you know, throwing me, like, got me back over the fence. And, you know, a few scenes missing. I can't really remember how the rest of that night went. Um, so it's just like, just just the little things in life, these little these little flashbacks you have of just stupid shit, you know. This this other time, it's my birthday, I'm having it at a mate's house, because uh, I didn't have a backyard. Um, we got a keg, uh, heaps of lollies, and uh, I pretty much just raged it there. Um, so I'm sure international people know what a keg is, um, full of beer yeah, surely, and lollies, yeah. <laughs> lollies, just slang for drugs. Yes, <laughs> I, uh, I had such a fucking load that night. I remember I had like pills, coke, speed, ketamine, DMT, and uh, oh, it's a little bit taboo, but a little bit of ice. Um, I don't, uh, I don't do it often. In fact, I've done it less than a handful of times. But thought, fuck it, why not? You know, it's my birthday. Um, so I got a video of that, which has not aged well. Like it didn't age well a minute after I did it, let alone six, seven years later. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, Anyways, we're doing keg stands, life's good, and then my mates, whose house it is, he's, let's call him Raggedy Andy, um, and his missus, let's call Beth,
0: <laughs>
1: anyone with OCD out there that's upset she's not called Raggedy Ann, this is for you, so uh, so Beth, uh, she was getting quiet that night and, you know, it was all, you know, mostly chill. Um, and they're freaking out, obviously, because they didn't know what was happening. So there's 30-odd people there. And Raggedy Andy just says, like, dude, you're in charge, you know. So we just sort of start, like, cleaning up the house, you know, like just quiet drinks and just, you know, after a party, shit's fucked. Like we just – the house was cleaner um, after we left than <laughs> when we got there. So anyway, we we were just kind of chilling the last few stragglers. Um, and I remember we were passing around a Changa joint, which you might remember from uh, story one um so, so um i slipped it to my mate he thought it was a joint and he'd never had changa before so he's just fucking taking a puff of his changa joint and his reality is just melted like no tomorrow so i had to pull pull out my shaman hat and just you know coax him back into reality and uh so he kind of went to bed shortly after it's um yeah a bit of a bit of a full-on experience for him <laughs> So uh, anyway, we hours of the morning, party's ending. We do a fucking hectic clean, you know, by the time Raggedy Andy and Beth get home, most people are gone. House is spotless, we fuck off. So after a few weeks, I reach out to them. I tell them I'll get them out of Melbourne for the weekend. So I call up an old crowd favourite, Huey. So uh, we head up to Huey's place. He lives in the bush. Like, I won't give a specific area. Um, so we go out there for the weekend uh, for some drinks and and whatnot. And so I drive us up there. We get there and, you know, get on the beers. Beth isn't drinking. Um, um, I think she might have had one or two by this stage, but she, you know, was, wasn't really in a joyous mood. So we go out in the bush and, uh, you know, my mate's got huey uh, Hughie's got guns, so we start shooting bottles with the twenty two uh, <laughs> Last time I was there, we were just driving around with a shotgun in the state forest, just <laughs> pumping rounds out the window. Um <laughs> Like, if you take anything away from this episode of the podcast, you know, drugs are bad. You
0: do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Christ almighty.
1: you stupid things. So we're in the state. hectic.
0: Like, <laughs> super hectic.
1: Yeah, it, gets, it might get a bit worse. So, oh, cool. we're, in, we're, in the, we're in the state forest, just blasting out the car window. It was pretty stupid stuff. So we're hidden bottles, partaking in some pills and, and whatnot. And uh, we head back to Huey's house, and we get ready because we're going to the pub. So we decide while we're at the pub, um because we'd sort of met some people there blah blah blah. I had a few more drinks pills are kicking in a bit and we thought fuck it let's go back to the forest so we're thinking we'll go in the forest light a fire sit around the fire drink some more do some more drugs go shoot some trees with a shotgun you know just something stupid so Beth hadn't been drinking much or so we thought so she'd actually disappeared for a bit at the pub we didn't know that she was smashing shots with some randoms at the bar um anyway she says that she's right to drive and we go back, uh, go back, load up the boot uh, or the trunk for you Americans uh, with, you know, the booze, drugs and guns and uh, head out to the bush. Now, there's one main road. And mind you, the only reason Huey's got guns is because he lives our country and goes hunting. It's not like, um, you, you know, as soon as you start taking drugs, you start being a gangbanger like there are. Uh, purely fully licensed uh weapons (laughs) you know driving around the window with a shotgun shooting out the window that's you know very unethical and probably (laughs) the guns the guns are legit so so now there's this one main road we need to pass like the gauntlet that separates a state park from suburbia so the state forest so we get to the intersection and you know murphy that cunt's fucking law this uh this paddy wagon is pulled up on the hill and it sees us at you know 11 o'clock at night driving into the bush you know lights go on you know we're freaking out so we tell everyone just to be calm like in the car we pull over into the forest and as they put the lights in on us um so they take a pretty good look at us they breath her breath and for fuck's sake she's over 0.5 so like we we weren't you know expecting that at all Bit um bit crazy. So anyway, they say that they're taking her back to whoop Woop. Um, we need to call someone to come pick us up now. Raggedy Andy is um, unsurprisingly upset. He's you know freaking out in the back seat, trying to yell, and I'm restraining him because of all the shit I know like that we got. So the situation's diffused and the cops fuck off, and and that's when we all start you know talking and carrying on. So we, we're like fuck, you know that could have been so much worse, you know like what we got in the boot or whatever. So. You know, Huey calls his missus to come pick us up. She leaves her car there, drives us back to Huey's, and we ditch all the fucking evidence, lickety-split, no more drugs in the car, no more guns, fucking booze is gone. Shit. (laughs) But anyway, then uh, so his missus drives us to Whoop Whoop Cop Shop, and um, the others are waiting outside because I was apparently the most level-headed. And uh, on the car ride over, was getting in my ear about the cops around whoop whoop and they're all druggies, like they smoke meth, salad, they're up to no good. So, so anyways, I'm in there in the cop shop and they bring Beth out and she's an absolute wreck, swearing, yelling, carrying on, screaming, like she's had a rough fucking couple of weeks. And... Uh, so I try to calm her down, and it's not really happening. I, I finally do, and Huey comes inside while we're doing paperwork and gets in my ear. And you know, the main cop—I don't want to divulge his rank, so let's just call him constable.
0: Um, yes, that's good. That is uh, the correct term for a police officer. If they are uh, usually pulling you over the street, is constable.
1: There we go. So you've got to be you've got to be correct, you know. Mm. So not politically correct, just factually correct yes contestable <laughs> so, so anyway so this can uh stable he's done and i have the bright idea to you know throw it at him and i'm saying shit like you know you need to drug test that guy that oh so we were talking to like the main cop not the guy that had pulled um uh, what do I call her? Uh, Beth. Over. Um, so anyway, so like we, well, you, you need to drug test. The, the guy that pulled us over, he was there smoking ice. You know, I hear that he sells it. You got to drug test it. And this is injustice. His hands were shaking when he was writing the, you know, the thing out. And uh, this constable looks at me and he says, "Mate." You're from the city. You're out here in whoop-whoop. We found you and your friend here drink driving in the state forest, not knowing what you're up to, 11 o'clock at night. And by this stage, it's like, you know, 12 or 1 or whatever. And you're here in the police station accusing an officer of the law of smoking and selling drugs. And at this point, I just burst out laughing. And I was just like, oh, yeah, you know, you're right. All right, we'll, we'll be on our way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just managed to charm your way out of it in like four or five words. (laughs) I
1: just just come to this realization that I'm like, oh, that's right, I'm the fuckhead. (laughs) (laughs) I can have a lot, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, Beth Beth had other plans. Though, like she, uh, she smashed all the pamphlets off the counter. And, uh, and and runs out the door. I haphazardly put them back on the counter, and you know, like sheepishly walk out. So yeah, it was, it was a bad triple A. I was yeah you know, trying to trying to get him out of, of the rut, and unfortunately, uh, Beth lost her license. Uh, also got a drunken disorder and some other shit, and it was it was not good. So I guess as I said before, the moral of these stories is the drugs are bad. Like they're really really fun, and you should definitely do them, but they are very bad, very bad.
0: Very, very wise and sage advice. All right, so uh, we're going to wrap this piece of crap up right now. <laughs> so I could go out back and have a beer.
1: <laughs> I think You're, you're going you're gonna to need one after that. Oh,
0: well, you know. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, no, I should actually wrap this up now. All right, you've been listening to Talking Shit with Fraser, you bastard, the show about who the fuck knows, but as you can tell by today's subject, fucking anything goes. Now, folks, of course, you are welcome to hit us up on the socials, hit like, hit, hit follow, hit all the fucking bullshit you need to do if you were I've got a story to share yourself if you want to hit us up on uh what is it, talking shit at email.com In the meantime, fucking thank you very much, Duck
1: Cock. Hey, great to see you, <laughs>
0: Fraser. Oh <laughs> right, man, uh if you get some more fucking stories for us, hit us up again and we'll get you on again.
1: Love it. I'll see you then.
0: So much.